Welcome to Victorious Living. We see then the faith spoken is not only or spoken about that Jude speaks about. The faith is not only faith to be born again. That's the, that's the foundational release of your faith, but it is in a baby stage. It's not in a full grown stage. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us contending for a full-grown faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us contending for a full-grown faith. And keeping in mind that uh, uh, on one occasion, Jesus said to those who were following him uh, or to even his disciples, he said, how is it you have no faith? Now they had been following Jesus, listening to him teach Preach great. He was a great. By the way, he is a great teacher and preacher. And uh, so they had been following him. So the question is then, when uh, when the uh, when the when the trial came, or the trials come, then Jesus asked, "How is it that you have no faith? Where is your faith?" And then he mentions no faith. He mentions weak faith. And he mentions strong faith. So there are different levels of faith. And so sometimes, you know, we can master our faith in one area, but if we don't keep it on that level, it'll begin to sink down to another level. So you have to keep it. You have to read it. We have to uh, preach it and all of the things that we do to uh, keep our faith up on that top shelf. All right, if you'll turn with me and you have your Bible or however you're watching, uh, Jude, in the book of Jude, uh, which is the only chapter. Amen. Amen. It's like the preacher said one time, all of you turn to the book of Galantine. <laughs> and then another preacher said one time, everybody turn to the book of Job. Okay, Jude chapter, forget all that stuff. Jude chapter one. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified, which is the word for set apart, or them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved, kept in this state of sanctification in Jesus Christ and called. Verse two. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Now, anytime you see that word multiplied in the Bible, you obviously know what it means. It means whatever the subject matter is, you can increase in it. So he said, uh, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common or of the available salvation. 
He called it the common salvation, which is the word for the available salvation. In other words, he said salvation is available to all who call upon the name of the Lord. So he said uh, to write, uh, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend, make effort for the faith which was once for all time delivered unto the saints. So the faith that he's talking about was delivered through the preaching and teaching of Jesus and was continued through the teaching and preaching of the disciples. And so he says here then in this, in this writing here that uh, uh, contend, make effort for the faith which was once for all time, the salvation, the, this faith for all time. It, it didn't cease the day you received Christ. Rather, it was only the foundational building block on which we are to grow Amen. in our faith. And so he said, for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints or for, was once for all times, never, never going to pass away, uh, was delivered unto the saints. So what Jude is doing, he's writing to believers everywhere. He wasn't writing to a particular church or congregation. He was writing to saints, believers everywhere, or he was writing to everyone who would read what he wrote. So that's not confined to back in the early church. It continues its way all the way through to the present day in the church of this present time. Uh, of which we're living in. So G, uh, Jude was writing to believers everywhere to admonish, to admonish them against heresy or the teaching which was contrary to the God kind of faith and not just faith in God. So let me read that to you again, talk a little bit about it or make a comment or two about it. He was writing to the believers everywhere to admonish them against heresy or false teachings, uh, to admonish them, admonish them concerning what people in that day were teaching that was not tr the truth, but was false teachings, false doctrine. Now, one of the things is it was among the Judaizers that was uh, telling these people here that Judah. Uh, all, the, all the people that Jude was writing to, which would be us, was telling them in that day, you need to go back under the Mosaic law, even though you have accepted Jesus as your savior, to complete your salvation, you had to go back under the Mosaic law. Well, see, that's false teaching. That's a doctrinal error because Jesus is the fulfillment of the Mosaic law. And so what, what has been fulfilled does not need to go back and, and once again, uh, uh, talk about, teach about, preach about those things that were under a law that had passed away, the Mosaic law. And so we see then the faith spoken 
is not only are spoken about that Jude speaks about. The faith is not only faith to be born again. That's the, that's the foundational release of your faith, but it is in a baby stage. It's not in a full grown stage. And Paul wrote to the Thessalonians and he, he commended them that, that they, their faith was growing exceedingly. That, you know, I don't know, you can put your definition on exceedingly, but it means great big. Your faith is growing. Amen. So the faith then we, we understand is not only the faith used to be born again, which we all perhaps in here, I, you know, if you're not born again, you can be before you leave today. But uh, the faith spoken is not only the faith to be born again, but faith as a lifestyle. He was speaking there. He's covering kind of the gamut here. You used faith to get born again, but now you have to learn how to use faith as a lifestyle incorporated into your daily walk, into your daily conversation, into your daily uh, uh, praises, into your daily thanksgiving. Let your faith grow. And so we see then that uh, the faith spoken here, let me say it again, that the faith spoken is not only faith to be born again, but faith as a lifestyle, which is pleasing and agreeable to God. But faith, but that faith, but faith that was delivered to them by Jesus and the apostles to all Christians, which would include us. So Jude speaks of a strong faith or Jude speaks of the strongest kind of faith. He speaks of the God kind of faith because if he received it from God, it had to be the God kind of faith. In other words, when God moves and does something for you, it is the God kind of blessing. So he's talking about the God kind of faith. And here's where sometimes people may might misunderstand or whatever, but they say, they, they say this thinking that they're really making a, a huge faith statement when they're not. I believe, I'm a believer, but here's the point. Here's the question in it. What is it that you believe? What, what is it that you believe? What is it that you have embraced in your belief system? So Jude says, I want you to embrace the God kind of faith into your belief system. So you see that word believing, then certainly the God kind of faith requires our belief. But if I stop it just to say, I am a believer, I've got to qualify that within myself. What is it as a believer that I am supposed to believe? So you want the God kind of faith and so what do you do? You go to the word to find out just the, the particulars, the custom of the God kind of faith in which we find a lot of things to talk about that we can't all, I can't talk about all of them in one sermon. I don't think anyone, any preacher could or any session could. So Jude speaks of a strong faith or the strongest kind of faith the God kind of faith. 
Now remember this, the Bible teaches us when Jesus comes, will he find faith on the earth? Well, he's not looking for just someone who believes. He is looking for believers, don't misunderstand me, but he's looking for believers who have embraced, who are walking by and have incorporated into their lifestyle the God kind of faith. And so we see then that there are things that we need to learn because you could, you could live and die and say, I'm a believer and never get a blessing. Amen. You could do that. Person could do that. It could happen, perhaps has happened uh, along the way. I, don't, I wouldn't know, you know who, but obviously I wouldn't. But so you could live, I could live my whole life telling you that I believe I'm a believer or I could go to church every week of my life and tell people I'm a believer. But sitting on a pew doesn't make you a believer. What's the old saying, you know, we've heard so many times, sitting in the garage does not make you a car. So sitting, sitting in church is a good thing. It's a necessary thing, but yet at the same time, it doesn't necessarily help you to increase your faith to a strong faith because you could be here in doubt and unbelief. You could be here in preaching, teaching that incorporates. It's our hope that today's message, Contending for a Full-Grown Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of this week's message, please request offer number 18. This week's offer number is 18. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.